Hey everybody, it's been a while, but welcome back to the ComingToAmericaBaseball.com podcast. I'm Philip Riccobono. Today is November 25th. Thanksgiving's right around the corner. Haven't had a podcast in a while, just been slammed with uh, a numerous amount of activities. But anyhow, we're here. I'm alongside Joey Jung today, who's making her broadcast debut. Joey, Hi. welcome. Thank you. And, and anytime, Joey is a big MLB fan. I'm going to try to convince you to become a KBO fan. Well, I'll try, but no promises. All right. But she's uh, lived in Boston, knows a, knows a lot about baseball, and she's also a student and wants, has interest in getting into baseball. So our guest today, Jiho Yu, the acclaimed, the revered writer for Yonhap News, covers baseball and all, a lot of sports in English, will kind of... Uh, Give his, give his advice to her, and she's going to interview him. So I'm going to be sitting back most of the time, uh, just listening to Joey take over. And before you know it, she'll have my job because I won't live in Korea <laughs> forever. So uh, coming up is Jiho Yu. Okay, on the line now is no stranger to this podcast, Jiho Yu from Yonhap News. Jiho, uh, how do I introduce you? Writer, dad. Friend, acclaimed writer, been all around the world this year, World Cup, Korean Series, and now coming back to the ComingToAmericaBaseball.com podcast. Gio, welcome. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me once again. Uh, I don't know what the acclaim part, but uh, <laughs> I have been to different parts of the world this year, uh, including, I think, uh, four different cities in Brazil, uh, a couple of cities in Korea here covering baseball and some football or soccer, I guess. Uh, and it's been a pretty uh, hectic year so far. All right. Well, alongside me is Joey Jung, who is a university student uh, in Suwon. And uh, she wants to pick your brain a little bit about getting into the, the sports business. Uh, Joey, okay. say hello to Gio. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Joey. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to, talk, nice to be talking to you oh, as well. Right. <laughs> All right. Fire away. Okay, so as Philip told you, I'm a student at Suwon University, majoring in physical education. Mm -hmm. So after I graduate, I want to work in the MLBs. Um, so my question is, what variety of things can an operating staff do? Like, for example, like a manager, coaching staff, or I don't know, uh, what, what can I do? Oh, are you talking about within a, a league office or with, with a team? Oh, um, a staff just starting from the beginning. Like, is there mm -hmm. something I can do or like a recommendation? So I guess uh, okay. a team or, or the league, right? Right, right, right. right. Yeah, uh, uh, both. Well, if you're starting out right out of college or university, um, I would recommend uh, maybe trying to get some internship, maybe some experience. Um, with really any organization uh, that, is, that is out there, it could be a, a, a Korean, a Korean uh, agency or Korean body, right. uh, it could be something overseas, uh, you know, because we all have to start somewhere. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I don't recommend you know, just getting into, um, you know, I, I know you, Philip told me you're interested in baseball, but I recommend right. really getting into any sports and any, okay. any organization, just, just learning how to... Uh, Learning how things things are getting done, uh, and whole administration, uh, all the I guess you, you can start from paperwork, you know mm -hmm. some, uh, you know some people might say a thankless job I guess uh, at the entry level, but uh, 
you know, I just recommend just getting into uh, the business and getting your foot in there and just, you know, figure out for yourself uh, okay. what's it really like uh, on, on, on the team or in the office. And, you know, I, I think the most of the times, I, I, you can say this about a lot of other jobs too, but, mm -hmm. you know, things are not always what they seem to be. Uh, right. You look at some of the major league teams or major league baseball commissioner's office, you think it's all great, all glamour, but... You know, mm -hmm. behind the scenes, there's a lot of dirty work that yeah. goes on behind the scenes. I know Philip knows, and you know, I've seen. You know, I haven't worked in front office myself, but I've seen those guys work uh, behind the scenes, and it's a lot of hard work that goes behind the scenes. And I think you have to brace, brace yourself for that. Uh, okay. you know, it's not all glamour. It's not all fun sometimes. Uh, as much as you love sports, it can be pretty, uh, uh, you know, exhausting also, uh, physically and mentally. So you have to get ready for that. Um, and, you know, basically, you, know, you have to, you know, get into the real world after school and, you know, try to get some experience and whatever you can. Right. My, my first job yeah. in sports was with NBC Sports back in 1989. Uh -huh. yeah. And I, I, I kind of caught a break. Most people would start off by having to, you know, bring coffee to the producers and the announcers mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I had an uncle who worked there, but so my but my first job was watching college basketball. This was like right before the NCAA tournament in 1989, and marking on the like time code where the highlights were, where the big plays were, and I got to actually write some scripts. But I mean, there were there were plenty of people there, and and then I went on to do other jobs. Like if I wanted to go to big events, mm -hmm. I had to be a runner. I had to get the talent, the announcers like Bob Costas, their soda and their food, but that's a way in. If you, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. You know, my first job in sports media um, was with the, uh, this TV station, the cable station in Toronto. It's called The Score. Uh, my first job was to uh, write up trivia questions for the website. Uh, it was basically Googling all the you know, sports trivia and write up questions for, the, uh, for some contest online. So there was my first job doing that for a couple of weeks, and then I moved on to uh, to editorial department, uh, writing some ticker items for the, the I guess the ticker news at the bottom of the screens. Uh, did that for a while, and then uh, I got into some writing afterwards. So uh, looking back, I think uh, you know it was fun at times, but you know it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do at first. Uh, but uh, again, as Philip and I said, you have to start somewhere, and um, you have to. Be willing to, you know, do some dirty work, I guess, from early on, and then you have to pay your dues, and then you move on. Yep. Is that coming from your experience? Um, you know, I did actually, like Philip, I did catch a break myself. Uh, you know, my first writing job, uh, actually, I started writing a little bit before I got to the score, the TV station. Mm -hmm. uh, started freelancing uh, my second year in university in Toronto. Um, I paid a little bit too. Started writing some golf columns, uh, writing some book reviews on, on PJ Tour and LPJ Tour. And then I started had some internship at the Korea Times, the news, newspaper here in Seoul. Uh, didn't get paid the first time. Um, so I, I, I was writing for free. And write, I was writing a lot too. Um, writing for free and then built some, built some portfolio, with some clippings. And then, uh, you know, the following year, they gave me a paid internship. Uh, I was still a student back then, and then uh, after I graduated, and then I went to the military, and after that I got a sort of, I guess, full-time writing job at, a, uh, at the Jungang Daily newspaper, and then I moved on to, um, to Yonha four years ago. So, 
Uh, I did catch a break a little bit as far as doing some dirty work. I didn't do a lot of, uh, I guess, you know, like Philip said, delivering food or coffee or whatever. <laughs> uh, I didn't do a lot of that. Yep. I did do some uh, unpaid writing for a bit. That's because he could write. So, so, so Joey, I think uh, Gio will agree with me. Get, you know, get your writing skills up to par. I mean, write, write, write. Like, uh, you know, I have the, the, the website, comingtoamericabaseball.com. It started as a blog, and I wrote, and I wrote. And if you can show people that you can write, then, you know, it, it's just a, it's a great skill to have. Look at where it got Gio. He goes around the world. He's, he's on, you know, radio. I think he's done TV. He's got a really cool job because he can write. So you wanted to be a sports journalist, so you wrote a lot. Um, so what do you think I have to like study specifically? Like, should I also um, write stuff like you did, or I don't know, uh, some other stuff that you could recommend? Gio? Well, I think writing oh, yeah. is a skill that yeah. is really required. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I feel that writing is a skill that is uh, really essential in any field, really. Uh, whether you get into journalism like I did, uh, you know, whether it's just front office administration in sports, uh, you need some writing skills at some point in your career, whatever you do, I think, uh, whether it's business writing or news writing. So, I, yeah, I do recommend um, you polish up your writing skills, whether it's Korean and English. Uh, you know, as long as, if you can write well, I think it's going to take you pretty far in this world. Um, you know, whether you're in, in whatever field you're in. Um, what, are, what are some of the courses, specific courses that you've taken in, in school? Joey, what are some of the courses that you're taking right now that probably could help you with this? Are you taking any writing or? Um, well, recently I taken an English literature class. So mm -hmm. I do some writing over there, some, write some essays. Okay. Um, but related to my major, uh, we mostly do like physical stuff. Like we, we yeah. go out and play basketball, do soccer, tennis, mm -hmm. all that kind of uh, sports. Mm -hmm. um, but, <clears throat> well, when I get to my second year, maybe I'll do more uh, writing stuff. Like even, you, like even you told me. Even if she does, like, Gio, uh, what do you think about this? Like, do you have a Twitter account, Joey? No, Twitter. Okay, I maybe, have Facebook. Maybe you can get a Twitter and a uh, Facebook for, like, Joey's Sports in Korea and, or Suwon okay. University Sports and just start there writing about the sports teams here and tweeting about it and, you know, get some exposure that way. Do you have anything to recommend in that regard, Gio? Um... Uh, yeah, I guess social media is a good way to start. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also start a blog. Um, you know, it could be bilingual. You can write it in Korean and English. Uh, there's always, I think there's always plenty of demand for um, English language coverage of sports in Korea. Uh, like I cover sports in English in, uh, in Korea. I feel that there's pretty good demand out there uh, in social media. And you're so, also like a commodity. I mean, not too many people are writing, I mean, you're the only one, one of the only ones I know about, or the most n noted person well, that's covering, covering baseball in Korea, in English. Well, you know, I do it on a more, more regular basis, yeah, than others, so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so, I mean, I'm, you are, you're like the go-to guy for well, baseball. Yeah. Like, if, if ESPN or, 
or I don't know if you've ever been approached by like any, any Ameri North American networks for your knowledge in, in baseball or, or uh, any other sports here, but I would imagine you'd have to be the go-to guy. Well, you know, I mean, some of the beat writers for the, some of the teams, they've contacted me, uh, you know, I sometimes kind of wish that they would ask me for their jobs or something, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, I was going to say, uh, Joy could do, you know, because she's not, a, she's still a student right. for the time being, uh, you know, she could maybe give a different perspective on things, um, a fresher perspective on things that are going on, uh, as opposed to, I guess, professionals like ourselves. You know, she can maybe write about things from a fan's perspective and, and you know, it could be pretty refreshing out there uh, instead of just writing about things that are being already written about by others. Different so, angle, yeah. Different, different angle, different yeah. perspectives and, mm -hmm. and just, you know, write about what she feels and, and you know, what, you, what she sees and uh, instead of, you know, following things that are already out there. So, so I guess there could be one uh, way to do it. And... Um, you know, I, I know I'm being pretty abstract, pretty vague right now, but, uh, you know, um, I want to ask you, when do you graduate? Uh, three years. In three years? Right. Okay, so this plan, I think it's still plan of time. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. um, there's plenty of time to, again, polish up your writing skills. Writing will take you far, wherever, whatever you're going to be doing out there. Um, just, you know, trying to get some internship experience as a student. Uh, it's hard to get now. You know, right. back when I was an intern, when I was a student, it was easy to get internships anywhere. Uh, you know, some companies, they didn't really have anything like internships, so they didn't even know what the term meant. Um, they didn't even pay some of the interns, like I wasn't being paid. Um, but there are, I think, a lot of opportunities out there to be interning at sports uh, agencies and organizations. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, governing bodies of different sports could be baseball, like KBO, uh, um, or KFA, the Korea Football Association, or the K-League, the, the professional uh, soccer league could be volleyball, basketball, or some of the minor sports too. Some amateur sports, a whole bunch of uh, you know, national governing bodies and federations out there. Could be uh, you know, skating, uh, skiing, some winter, winter sports, or something like wrestling and judo, whatnot. Uh, so I, th I think there will be opportunities out there for students interested in sports administration to be uh, you know, going into uh, the real business world and, and try to experience that at least, at least for a couple of months at a time. She's got time before the Olympics yeah. get here, and uh, you know, is it 2018, mm -hmm. the Winter Olympics? Yes. And uh, right. I still do have some contacts at NBC, and they cover it in America. And, and you, you're oh, bi that's huge. Yeah, I mean, you're bilingual, so just you know, you might even be able to write or help produce something. I don't know. So That'd you keep great. in touch with me and keep in touch with Geo. You know, Geo may need a stringer or something, like uh, an assistant. <laughs> You know, by yeah, that I'm, time, Gio might be hosting the hockey. He might be alongside Kenny Albert. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a lot of jobs available for the Winter Games in 2018. Yeah. Uh, about three years left. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there will be a lot of jobs. It uh, could be volunteers. It uh, could be like part-time jobs. A lot of the students that right now that are interested in sports, they're going to be going out there trying to get, trying to find opportunities. So you'll be one of them, I think, Joy. Um, you know, yeah, I almost forgot about the Olympics too. I mean, it's a great opportunity for people, for young people that are interested in getting into sports. And uh, there's nothing that's going to look better on their resume than you know having worked during the you know, Olympic Games. Yep. I should definitely consider volunteering mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. Gio, I really liked your idea about 
uh, writing as a fan's perspective. Like, mm -hmm. I I can never um, write like real professional stuff. You know, like it's that's okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like you guys know so much about sports. Like it's, I mean, you know all the details about the players about the game. Like uh -huh. I, I'm sometimes really amazed at it. like how much that's you guys we, know. That's because we live it. You know, it's like. <laughs> We're, you oh, know, we are nerds, that's why. We, we are nerds, number one. And we're losers, too. We're, yeah, we don't have any friends. I mean, Gio's really my only friend. So yeah. <laughs> I love you, man. I love you, too. I want to be like that, you know? I want to be able to know all Well, you know a lot stuff. about MLB. I mean, oh, you, you can, you know, yeah, you know, for, you know a lot. I mean, you just have to follow it and, okay. and follow it every day like, like Gio does and I do. And then mm -hmm. you'll, you'll be able to... You know, rattle things off and mention things that you would say, "Wow, I, in the past I, I wasn't able to do that." It's just it comes with, I think, experience and and being around it all the time. Right, uh, it comes with time. Uh, you know, you don't you don't really have to. Uh, you don't you shouldn't feel too worried about you know not knowing too much and and because there's no such a thing as a perfect knowledge in sports. Uh, we are learning even today. You know. We learn new things every day, pretty much. Um, so it comes with time. You know, if you just keep at it, you know, watch sports and read about them. Uh, you know, if you put your mind to it. You know what? Some of the sports writers, uh, we don't know everything. I mean, we just, I think we do a better job of pretending that we know than others. <laughs> That's why we have this job, right? Right. Uh, so I think as important as it is to know things, uh, you know, I think it's more important to be able to express and convey what you know. Uh, uh, I joked about pretending to know things, but it's almost true to a certain extent, because you know, we have to do a better job of you know, making our articles sound like we know something, even, we, even when we don't. That's almost, a, I guess, a skill uh, that's pretty a big part of this job. And you, know, you, don't, you don't have to know everything. Uh, you don't have to try to know everything, but you can work at it. It's going to take some time. And you have to you have to make contacts too. Right. Geo has a big network. I you know since I moved to Korea, I tried to meet as many uh, people as I can in, in baseball. You know, with the jobs that I've done in baseball here in Korea. So you have to build a network and you have to keep in touch with these people. I recommend you join like uh, you know some groups like mykbo.net. There's a shameless plug for for Dan. Um, <laughs> Danny Kay, who's here, and I still haven't met, although he's been a tremendous help to me. I mean, he basically put me in touch with Jiho, um, and then I've met so many people through that. So it's networking, and Jiho, wouldn't you say that, you know, if you have a story and there's something out there, you know, you have to write, if you get to the right person before other people do, well, you're the guy who, who, got, who got the story. Mm -hmm. Right, um, going back to, uh, I guess, writing with, uh, with, with Joey, uh, you know, as a writing from a fan's perspective, the important thing is to just to write what, whatever comes to your mind. Um, you know, okay. you could you could rant about teams. Maybe you have a favorite team. Maybe they're struggling. You can write about, you know, you can write about how you're 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 angry that this team is not doing well. Uh, people people like that, especially from a female. Really? Like yeah, uh, yeah. you have an advantage. You know, if mm -hmm. you want to get into like. I don't know if you want to get into broadcasting or behind the scenes, but there aren't too many women in this business. And right. you know, you have a nice look, so you could probably Thank even you. do television and uh, you know do stuff like that too. And 
And I mean, I, I'll tell you a story. When I was working for Fox, a friend of mine, we both worked um, you know, behind the scenes. And she was a female and, and very smart girl too and, and an attorney. And when we went on the field, I would go on the field with her before the game, players would just come up to her and want to talk to her. Like it was no, no problem. Where me, I'm a guy and I'm not, you know, the guy, the, like players see guy reporters all the time. They don't, they don't want to talk to me. It helps being a female, it really does. Would, uh, would yeah, you I agree guess, with yeah. that, Gio? I, I do, I do really. Um, Especially I in guess, sports. Yeah, because all the, a lot of the athletes are males anyway. At least in major sports, they're all males, right? Yeah. So, uh, so it gives them their, gives them a different look. Right. Let me, let me put it that way. How are the kids doing behind there? By the way, Chio <laughs> Yu is the father of two children. How old are your kids now? Um, they're, they're three and two. They're three and two. Three and so. two, and they're gonna have a cousin pretty soon. Uh, they already do actually. They have, they have cousin. They have they have a pair of twins as their cousins now. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about my son. Oh, oh you're. you're oh, <laughs> who's okay. my unborn son? So yeah. they're gonna have a little cousin in January. That's right. That's so, right. So yep, my wife Keiko and I are having a boy in January. He's due January 11th, everyone. And here's the big news. Thank you, Joey. And uh, very exciting stuff. Uh, Joey. Um, I think she has one more question for you, and then we're gonna turn to some something that broke today, some news that broke today. I know you, you know, you're pressed for time. You good for about five more minutes? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. 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 Um. So, <clears throat> I read your blog. You know, I uh, I think you stopped writing in your blog like a few oh, years ago. Um, but I still checked it out yesterday. Oh, she's but, doing her homework. Yeah. That's hey, that's good. <laughs> um, I saw you like golf and uh, baseball, obviously, and uh -huh. I read some of your articles too in Yonhap, okay. <clears throat> uh, like swimming. Like so, uh -huh. you you know about all these sports. Like, how do you choose what to write about? Like, is it just? feeling like instinct like you want to write about something and you just write about them or how do you choose it oh, okay well as far as news stories i have uh, a lot of leeway a lot of um, a lot of freedom as far as what as far as what i choose to write about um well i'm, I'm the only person covering sports in english in my company so i can pretty much choose whatever i want to write um i usually do the major sports, uh, mostly baseball and soccer, and then I do some golf, and then some uh, some amateur sports uh, involving some Korean athletes, like figure skating when Kim Yana was still competing, right. uh, swimming with Park Taewon when he was competing. Um, you know, these occasional amateur sports events: uh, speed skating, short track in winter. Uh, what I have is swimming, and maybe some fencing uh, once in a while, uh, or whenever. An international event is taking place in Korea. I cover that. Uh, it could be boxing, badminton, tennis, um, whatever I covered. Uh, pretty much everything, every uh, Olympic sport. So, Yonhap, um, like, uh, does, does an editor say, okay, Gio, we want you to do this, we want you to cover that? Or do you pretty much say, I'd like to I cover this? I can pick and choose. I can okay, pretty you much can pick, pick and, and choose. choose. Wow. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So this is one of the better part of my jobs, really. Mm -hmm. yeah, better parts of my jobs is that I can, you know, pretty much pick and choose what I want to, what I want to cover. Is that normal? Is that uh, the standard uh, in the industry? No, within uh, within English media, I think it is normal because 
there, there's not there's not too many people upstairs uh, at the senior level who would know enough to assign, you know, different stories and different coverage. So okay. I get to choose. I get to report. Uh, you know, I guess from bottom to top, uh, if if that's the right term, I get to report to my editors and my my bosses what I want to write about, and they pretty much let me do whatever I want to do. Do you still uh, write, Jio? Uh, uh, blog. Oh no no. Uh, for Yanap? Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I can't. How, uh, how often do you normally uh, write for them a story? Oh, uh, it depends. Uh. On a, on a busy day, I could, you know, I've, I've written seven or eight articles a day. Mm -hmm. wow. um, um, so by word count, <laughs> sorry, this is my boy. That's okay. We could, we could, we could stop. Just ran into, uh, he sneaked into my room and just on his way out, he just rammed into the little door. So uh, anyway, um, um, he's so, okay. Uh, on a, so on a busy day, I, I have written, I think, seven or eight stories a day. Wow. Uh, that's like during the Korean series, right? Uh, that or, you know... Asia Games. Asian Games. Well, mm -hmm. Asian Games is different because it's a whole different animal. During the Asian Games Olympics, I've written like 10, 12 stories a day. So that's like... That's a, you can't wow. really compare the events to uh, a, a normal days. Uh, you know, I've written during the World Cup, written uh, on, a, on a game day. I think I've written like 10 stories a day during the World Cup. Oh, my uh, gosh. Uh, well, I think we write more than newspapers because they were news wires. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't have like uh, we don't have deadlines. We just on pretty much twenty four hour watch. Um, so there's that. But on a slow day, you know, just a couple of stories. But uh, during downtime, I guess I can get on some social media, uh, tweet about uh, whatever is happening in Korean sports. You know, I can make some calls and you know, I guess you know, touch base with uh, my sources. In different sports, or uh, just you know chatting up with uh, you know people in the uh, I guess KBO or uh, or uh, KFA, the Korea Football Association there, um, just things like that. Or just read about sports too. Uh, see what uh, other media are writing about on on a particular day. So that's pretty much how I uh, how I uh, uh, work. I a guess, day you know. in the life of Jihoyu. <laughs> <laughs> So, hey, listen, uh, Joey, we'll get back to your questions in a minute. Um, right. But I wanted to bring up something that just broke today, and uh, yeah. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, Shane Newman of the Lotte uh -huh. Giants uh, is parting ways with the team. He's been a... Oh, I wrote a, about it, yeah. Okay, I didn't see it. I'm sorry. I uh, had some <laughs> other stuff going on. But I saw it on his Facebook, and I just wanted to, you know, say the guy has been great for Korea and a great friend as well as you in my transition here. And he's, uh, he handled some adversity. You know, there was an incident a couple of years ago uh, that we won't, you know, get in, or last, actually, two, almost two years ago, two seasons ago. Uh, we'll, we'll really need to bring that up again. But uh, just a classy guy, and uh, hope that he, um, you know, finds a, another job pitching, whether it's the KBO or you know, anywhere in the world. And uh, wanted to uh, thank him for all his appearances on the podcast. and. And he will be in the documentary that uh, will come out eventually, along with GOU. And uh, Gio, just maybe you could just talk a little bit about your dealings with him and what kind of uh, person he is. Oh, sure. I mean, Shane is just the upright, uh, uh, you know, he's a um, stand-up guy, pretty much. Uh, he, he's a great man. And I actually tweeted myself that I was, just, I was sort of doing the rundown on the KBO transactions today. And then I made a bit of a personal note on my Twitter. 
Uh, we also exchanged some private messages uh, between Shane and myself. Right. That you know, I just want to you know thank Shane for you know his uh, generosity with his time, uh, with his thoughts and everything that he's done over here in Korea. Uh, we haven't met really in in face to face that many times. I haven't been able to cover the Giants in person as much as I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Uh, but at the same time, we've talked, uh, you know, through the social media, tw Twitter and Facebook, and he's always been very helpful, very generous, uh, shown a lot of generosity with his time. Uh, so I really appreciated that. And, you know, he's had a, uh, he's had a great career in the KBO, uh, had a great start to uh, the 2014 season, uh, didn't have a, as, as good of a second half. So I guess that was his undoing. Mm -hmm. uh, but, um, you know, whatever he does, uh, it could be pitching in some other capacity or uh, could be some other things related to baseball. Whatever he does in the future, I think he's going to do a great job of that. And I uh, wish him nothing but the best. And I also think off the field, he's raised some awareness mm -hmm. on um, some social concerns here in Korea. And, and hopefully, um, you know, what, what he's done, the momentum will continue and, and the socially things will change in some regard. Do you think that, uh, you know, he has um, raised some awareness and uh, I know he's handled it, uh, you know, uh, swimmingly and, and, and better than I probably could. I would probably be uh, blowing up after what he, he <laughs> faced. But I mean, I, I, I mean, they just want to get your kind of feelings and comment on that. Oh, OK, well, you know, he's done a lot, I guess, off the field. Uh, he met that, I think, T-shirt this past uh, season, right. uh, trying to raise awareness uh, for some of the things that are being said and I guess were being not said in the, in the KBO. Mm -hmm. It's going to be hard, it's going to be a tough act to follow for, you know, other foreign players from the, playing in the KBO, because uh, I think it takes a lot of guts to do that mm -hmm. when you're a foreign player in, a, in, a, in, a, in this league, because uh, sometimes you don't get the kind of attention that you might deserve. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, you might be... Uh, uh, you know, some people might take it out of the context and blow it out of proportions and, you know, sometimes it might be mistaken uh, because of the language barrier or I guess the cultural differences. So uh, it's going to be hard for whoever, you know, is going to be playing, whether it's for Lotte or other teams, to do what Chin has been doing uh, the past couple of years. And uh, so in that aspect too, uh, you know, raising awareness for some of the things that are going on, uh, you know, he's going to be missed a lot. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, one thing uh, that you could, that sticks out in your mind about this uh, Korean series that you covered, you know, mm -hmm. it's basically the same ending as the last uh, That's right. four, you know, <laughs> last three before that. But uh, anything that sticks out in your mind, and do you see a, you know, do you see a shift in maybe, uh, you know, like a, maybe Nexon will be the next dynasty? Well, you know, I think Nexon's window was also, you know, wasn't really a big window for them in any way. Uh, you know, they might be uh, they might be losing the short step Kang uh, Kang Jung Ho right. uh, to uh, through posting this off season. He's gonna get posted next month, so they might lose him. It's a big void in their lineup and their in the shortstop and, and uh, number five hole, forty home of power. So and, and you know Andy Van Aken, uh, Henry Sosa, they're gonna try to bring him back, but uh, uh, it's gonna be hard for those guys to you know repeat next year what they did this year you know winning 20 games or going 10 and 2 mm -hmm. uh, in this league so if everything goes right for them next year and they just signed uh, Brett Snyder the slugging outfielder for uh, who used to play for the LG Twins they released him and he was just snatched him up uh, literally moments after they released him okay uh, so 
you know, they're gonna if they can, if everything goes right, they they might be able to contend once again next year. Uh, as far as the Lions, uh, I mean, talk about windows closing. I think there's cl closing pretty fast. Uh, all the regular guys, except for maybe the shortstop Kim Sang Soo, they're all in their 30s, um, closing to mid mid 30s. Uh, so this might have been the last um, last uh, Korean series of victory for them. But again, a lot of people said the same thing last year, so we never know. Uh, but there, I think their window might be closing fast too. So it's going to be a bit of a wider open competition next year. Maybe more parity. Yeah, you yeah, got some got teams like up. NC coming up, and right. you know that, and then uh, like you said, Nexon. Now uh, the big question: Will mm -hmm. Ted Smith come back to Nexon? Uh, you know, I don't think I don't think he's going to leave at all. Okay. Gonna, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, they, they finished second this year. They had the second best regular season by half a game. Right. Uh, within, you know, maybe a couple of hours of taking game five and taking the three to two series lead in the in the Korean series this year. So. You know, I don't think he's going anywhere. <laughs> okay. Now, Joey, uh, I'm trying to convince her to get into the KBO and start watching it. She's more, more or less a MLB fan, right? Right. How okay. come you? How Dodgers. come? Yeah. You know, she's a Dodgers fan. Yes. Ryu, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So why don't you watch the KBO? Why do? <sighs> I don't know. You know, um, the Nexon Stadium is uh -huh. right on um, uh, my house. I could go there in 15 minutes, and yet I've never been there. Like, I don't know. I I hear from my friends that it's really fun to watch the game, but I don't know. I'm I don't know why I'm not interested. Like, I don't know the scales. Not I don't know. It's Have you been me. to an MLB game? Me. You've been to an MLB game? No, but I I hope I could. Okay. Like, I just watch from TV. You know what? Okay. I think it's the so same I, reason that. It's the same reason that people who watch the Premier League, they don't watch K-League soccer. Okay. I think oh, who watches K-League soccer? Yeah. You, you do Coach watch? Watch who watch? Oh, who watches K-League soccer? Who watches? Yeah. Uh, Gio does. I watch. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. No, but I watch it for work. Oh, okay. I mean, I watch work it for work. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the I mean, KBO is fun. I mean, you it's more fun than going to an, an MLB game. Really? Yeah, I, I'd say so. And, as soon as my documentary comes out, which Gio is a big part of, you'll see why. Okay, I'll look forward to it. <laughs> Gio, what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say uh, KBO uh, is it's an underrated product. I mean, there's some bad games out there. I admit that uh, a lot of errors, a lot of um, I guess fundamental mistakes. But um, overall, uh, it's a it's a it's it's a lot of fun for fans to be out there, you know, to be standing up for whole nine innings or even beyond that. I uh, you know, just, you know, cheering on, and it's a lot of fun. We'll, we'll have to go to a new game at the, uh, here in <laughs> Suwon next year, the KT, see the KT Wiz play. That's right. What, what I think about the KBO is that some of the players are really major league style, and some of the other guys are, like, minor league style. Like, I think they're a mixture of, mm -hmm. like, good and uh, not bad. But well, yeah, it is a mixed bag. If you're like, looking for MLB level, right, you know I'm it's not gonna. You know, there, like you said, there are some guys, but you have to take that into consideration. <laughs> the MLB is the is MLB. There's a reason right. why those guys are making so much money, and why they've made it to that level. They're the best in the world, and but you do have and look how small Korea country is. 
compared to America and you know and or MLB which has North Americans, Asians, Latinos. They take the best of the world when Korea is a tiny little country and they play some pretty good ball. So but um, all right, well, Gio, uh, what are you working on here? Because the time I'm looking at the clock on the wall, and it's telling yeah. me that we're almost uh, up here. And I'm sure your kids want daddy back. But uh, <laughs> what, what, what's going on here? What are you working on? Anything you want to plug? Uh, just following uh, the whole posting, I guess, uh, fiasco with uh, the Yang and Joe, the lefty for right. the Kia Tigers. Uh, the Tigers have not decided whether they're going to accept the bid. Uh, from the Major League uh, Baseball Club. Uh, mm -hmm. We still don't know which team it is that had the highest bid for Young, so it could be the Twins or the Rangers, who knows. And following that, uh, they're going to have to decide by tomorrow, I think, to uh, uh, whether they're going to accept it or not. Gio, how do the fans get in touch with you on Twitter? Uh, on Twitter, uh, you can follow me at Gio underscore one. That's J-E-E-H-O underscore uh, numeral one. Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook, same thing, facebook.com uh, backslash and Jiho underscore one. All right. Joey, how do the fans get in touch with you? Oh, email. Okay. Uh, J-O-W-J-4-E-2 at gmail. There you go. Check out Joey. She's going to start a Twitter. She's going to start a okay. blog, hopefully based on the advice of the great Jiho Yu. Jiho, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Okay, my pleasure. Happy holidays, uh, happy Thank Thanksgiving. You. Even though you probably celebrated the, if you're going to celebrate one of the Thanksgivings, it'll be the Canadian one. That's right. <laughs> and uh, look out for the New York Islanders, Gio. I think they're for real, finally. Well, it's about time, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot for joining us, Gio. Nice okay, my pleasure. To you. Okay. Oh, nice talking to you, too. Thank you. Okay. So that's Gio Yu from Yonhop News. Uh, that's about it. Joey, anything else you want to say? Oh, I don't know. There's so much. This was really fun. Yeah, and you did a great job. Thank you. Unexpected. One of your professors told me today that you were a little bit nervous about this. Oh, I don't know yeah. why. Definitely. It's just a cool conversation going on. And she's, and she's got better, um, she's got better headphones than me. I'm going to post, <laughs> post a page, uh, post this on, uh, on my Twitter. She's got Dr. Dre's and I got, yes. you know, the... The little, there we go. We'll put this on Twitter. All right. Okay, cool. Well, uh, I'm Philip Riccobono. Uh, to check me out, comingtoamericabaseball.com. Uh, coming to uh, the the uh, Twitter is coming to a m e r b b. Coming to a m e r b b. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Hopefully, uh, we'll check you out soon. Bye-bye.